Luke, you've turned off your targeting computer. Is everything okay? I'm all right. Today's process is this. Glide in. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. The understory is filled with monsters and bandits. But if you want to start, grow, or pivot from a business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are stuck in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. Um, All right, so there was this movie that came out. Maybe you've heard of it, Star Wars 1979, is I think when it came out. They released it, and then they re-released it. There was some weird thing where I think it came out in 78, and then they re-released it something weird. I don't know, whatever. I saw it in 79 in the theater. I was seven years old, and uh, Darth Vader really scared me. I remember like actually legitimately getting off my seat, turning around, and putting my face in the face like hiding it in the crack of the seat between the backrest and the bottom because I was so scared uh, and that was when Darth Vader was in um, his TIE fighter going I have you now and he's you know he's he's in his big black suit and it's like very scary and I remember that it was like you know it's kind of a wuss um, was kind of a wuss I'm kind of a wuss you know you know how it goes and so anyways so then there's a scene where you know Han Solo shoots him and he Darth Vader gets goes away and and spoiler alert I mean the movie's been out for 49 you know 40 40 years so if you haven't seen it yet sorry and then so Luke is about to you know he's going down the the chute to shoot his torpedo thing in Bob into the the small little um the small little hole that's been created just big enough so that you can have a movie and not so that they exhaust ports so they don't have a shield over it so there's no movie um and he turns off his targeting computer, and the, and then they go, they go, Luke, what? Why aren't you know? Are you okay? You've turned off your computer. He's like, I'm fine, or says something like that. And then he shoots it, and Death Star blows up. Okay, so you know he's using the force when he does that. And the thing is, is that 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 moment, I always for like the longest time. I always was like, why would, you know, why would you turn off your computer? It's helping you. And the whole idea is you're going to depend on yourself and the force and all that. But there's another idea to it, too. And the idea is this, is that Luke has done enough work at that point. He starts out in the movie. He knows nothing about the force. He doesn't have a mentor. He's he's he he doesn't necessarily believe in himself, you know, and and um, and he's naive and he goes through the hero's journey of transformation. He's like, I can do this and I believe in the force. Right. Um, And he goes from a kid shooting swamp rats in Beggar's Canyon to, you know, rebellion hero because he's able to rely on himself and he's done the work. All right. And in the moment of in the in the moment of triumph, in the in the in the moment. Yeah. Like in or not in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the moment. That's the one I'm looking for. I can tell I'm getting older because I used to be able to just pull words instantly from a big vat of of words they used to have in my brain they used to have the best words and now it takes me an extra like half half second to get it but I had a pretty quick quick big vat of words for a long time so um, and instead of you know like I'm doing okay I'll still, I'll still be fine don't worry about me and 
the thing is, is that he had done enough work and he had made enough sacrifice and he had believed in himself enough that in that moment he could just glide in and just shoot, shoot the, shoot the torpedo in there. And that's how, you know, that when you do something like you've done a project or something that you did it properly. So we're at episode 353 and in one week we hit is our deadline May 11th we started May 12th um, of last year is when we started the podcast and the goal transformed into 365 podcasts in 365 days and after this episode we will be 12 episodes away with 7 days to go okay so what that means is is that we can just glide in to our goal. We're not going to have to sit down and do a day where we you know two or three days where we record 15 episodes a day. We just we just need to do two episodes a day for the next 5 days and then two one days, right? And we're it's not going to be hard. We're just going to glide right in there. And that's how you know if you did it right or not. So if you're going to say to yourself, I want to do 365 episodes in 365 days, you need to be consistent enough to at the end to where you just glide in there. Now, I'm not saying that if you get close enough to where you can still make it, but that's that's a um, that will tell you that you weren't consistent enough so that when you go for your your second year of what you're going to do for your second year of publishing, because I hate to break this to you, you don't get to quit after a year. Um, this is a this is a lifetime thing. Now, it may not be it may not be every day for life, but probably for three years, you're going to have to do it every day or, you know, so for me, the way I've looked at it is year one, 365 and 365 year two is 365, one a day year three, 365, 365, one a day at the same time. It'll be kind of like 75 hard, right? Like you, you, you get your momentum and then like, if you miss a day, you got to start over. And so that's an interesting, that's an interesting adventure, right? And that's what we're going to do. And so, but if you, for year one, you don't glide in and you go, okay, so for year two, I just definitely want to make sure, um, that I glide in. Right. And there's a couple of different ways. There's nothing that stops you from, um, recording them in advance. In fact, one of the advantages is that for weekends and holidays, I would highly recommend recording them in advance. Right. So like a good way to do it for every day would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you do one. Um, and then Thursday you do two Friday, you do two. And then that's your weekend. And then if there's a, you know, if, if there's a three day weekend, then you do Wednesday, you do two Thursday, you do two Friday, you do two and you keep them short enough to where you can do that. And then, you know, so, but the thing is, is that you may want to then, you know, for gliding in, you may, maybe you have 30 days, you know, you do an extra one on Wednesday and then you get a 30 day cushion in there, you know, and then you just glide right in the end. You don't, you don't record any for the last two weeks. Something like that. I don't know. It's up to you. It's your, it's your, it's your imaginary podcast goal as goal system. But for me, what I'm excited about is there are very few things in my life that I've ever glided in at the end. That's just not, I have been extremely low in conscientiousness. Um, and the benefit of gliding in at the end is that you get, you get the subtle lessons at the end. So, you know, there's three stages of, of any project. You're going to have the beginning stage where you're setting all the strategy, you know, the strategy, strategy, you're setting all the strategy up. You have the middle phase, which is kind of the consistency. You just do it phase. And then there's the end phase. And I've never had gotten the benefits of the end phase. And it's just like running on a treadmill. Like you lose the fat the last three minutes of your 30 minute run. Right. And so 
almost no project that I've ever done. Debate's different. Chess is different. But those were in high school. That was a long time ago. Um, my one-man show, I would say, I didn't glide into that at the end. You know, like skeleton racing, definitely not gliding in because I'm going 70 miles an hour face first at the end of that. So, like, the podcast, it's just a signal of where I'm at, is that the podcast the 365 and 365 is the first time I've, I've ever got to get the benefits of the subtle lessons at the end. Now that's not to say that I didn't get lessons and everything else, but if we want to compress, listen, if you want to compress timeframes, you need to give yourself every advantage and your ability to glide in at the end on things. That should be a goal of projects that you do. Otherwise you miss out on the lessons at the end. And if there's one thing that we've learned from our connections, it's that the subtle moments are the best ones. Trust me on this. The subtle moments are the best ones in the moment. Your your uh, your planned growth experiences are the best ones in your memory, right? Because they're like a backstop for you. So what a planned growth experience is is that you're going to do something creative, um, and that it's it 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 creates something that. Um, either in your mind or actually tangibly that you can always go back to. And it's like a backstop. This is basically what a wedding is, right? One of the reasons why you have a wedding is that when things suck in your marriage, you can think about your wedding and it's a backstop. You're like, okay, like the, your mind, you don't let your mind wander too far. Um, you know, and the, but the, but they only last for so long. That's why you go on a trip or whatever. So for example, my one man show was like six years ago, but from a planned growth experience, it was starting to lose its luster. It's like, yeah, I did a one man show, but for like the first three years after I did that, I was like, holy crap, I did a one man show and it, it really gave me a lot of confidence. This book is the new planned growth experience. Like I wrote a book, I'm an author, published it. I've got the author's copy, it's got all the edits, it's done, I've read, I reclosed myself, I'm using it, right? Like I'm using the lessons in it myself to get out of the some of the scenarios that we're in right now. And that's a that's a backstop for, you, for me. And, and um, you know, that book too, we glided into because I just had two hours left on it and, and I got pulled over. So, so like, it's a subtle thing, man, but this, this lesson is a subtle lesson, but what do you think separates the, the high performers from just you gutting it out? What do you, what do you think separates them from you? It's things like, oh yeah, there are subtle lessons at the end when you glide in at the end, you've done the work enough. Not just like, we're going to throw some duct tape together and we're going to do three theme days at the end and we're going to do 60 podcast episodes to get it. Like, yeah, you'll get there, but you'll always know that you kind of, you kind of goosed it in at the end. Right. So I'm proud of my book. I'm proud of this podcast. I'm proud of that. We're just gliding in at the end because I haven't ever really done that. And that's just as much a lesson for me as it is that I'm imparting to you. And it's powerful because it is, there's no denying that it's different than what has happened before. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, my friend, go buy yourself a regular journal because you're going to need to write in it on paper on purpose from time to time. But for the moment, take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is I just want you to write down is where in my life have I glided in at the end? And let's keep it. Let's keep it classy, San Diego. And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path of understanding. 
What is up, Rangers? I hope you enjoyed today's process. I certainly did. If you want to get out of my email list, it's very simple. I don't run you through a funnel. I don't have you do smoke signals. I don't have you send me a postcard. Just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Again, that's wade at understorylawyer.com. Those are my children in the background, Luke and Madeline. I don't have them respond to emails, but I do have them attempt to read all of them, and they are three and two. Three and one, five and two, I don't even know how old they are. However, I'm gonna show them all your emails and if you make the cut, maybe I'll send you something back on how to grow, start, or pivot from a business. I've done it all. And if you achieve all three, you get the triple Lindy. I know what it feels like to be trapped and I know the way out. And the way out is through the understory. So again, if you wanna join my email list, just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Wade at understorylawyer.com.